Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. If accumulation highs only in the 30s. Mike Stennifer, WTOP News. We are looking at 32 degrees in our nation's capital. Our latest check brought to you by Dulles Glass. For all your glass, mirror, and shower door needs, visit DullesGlass.com. Dulles Glass, love your glass. 359 on WTOP. You're listening to WTOP. Washington's news, traffic, and weather station. WTOP News. Facts matter. It's Saturday morning. It's the weekend, January 6th. I'm Dean Blaine. Welcome in. Coming up on WTOP, breaking this morning, a plane window blows out in midair, making an emergency landing at Portland's airport. U.S. Supreme Court has formally accepted the Colorado case in which Donald Trump is trying to stay on the ballot. Winter's first blast of 2024 will be felt in our area this weekend. We'll update you. They wanted to take his jacket, and then they tried to take his life. It's absolutely ridiculous. In Hyattsville, I'm John Dome. Gaines on Wall Street. Good morning. Welcome in 4 o'clock on WTOP. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by O'Reilly Auto Parts. I'm Stacy Lynn. Alaska Airlines is temporarily grounding all Boeing 737 MAX 9 planes for safety inspections. Following an incident last night where one of its planes had to make an emergency landing after a window blew out midair. That was from a video taken by a passenger named Elizabeth. The FAA and NTSB are investigating. It'll be up to the Supreme Court to decide whether former President Trump can be disqualified for running for president again. Election law contributor David Becker on what the justices will consider. Is the presidency an office of the United States under the 14th Amendment? I think most think that the arguments there are not particularly strong for President Trump, but that might be a way for the Supreme Court if they want to go there without ruling on the ultimate substantive issue of whether or not Donald Trump engaged in an insurrection. And that's going to be the central core issue if they get all the way to that point. President Biden was in Valley Forge, Pennsylvania yesterday and officially kicked off his 2024 campaign. The president hearkened back to the January 6th insurrection almost three years ago to the day, and he posed this question. Is democracy still America's sacred cause? Drawing stark contrast between his campaign and that of former President Trump. Choice is clear. Donald Trump's campaign is about him. Not America, not you. And President Biden said Donald Trump is trying to rewrite the facts of January 6th, trying to steal history the same way he tried to steal the election. Linda Kenyon, CBS News. More than 40 million people are getting ready for a big storm. CBS's Errol Barnett reports. The entire storm system is trekking northeast, where some cities await the first significant snowfall in nearly two years. A snow-deprived Boston, meantime, could be covered in half a foot of snow. And with the winter weather comes the flu. Correspondent Janet Shamlian tells us 38 states are dealing with a high level of cases right now. Estimated hospitalizations have jumped 50% nationwide since last week. Among flu deaths this season, 27 children. Megan and Jesse Parks know that crushing pain. She was so small. Their two-year-old daughter, Kennedy, had the flu last year. Her condition quickly deteriorated, and she stopped breathing as her mom rushed her to the hospital. While the flu is running rampant right now across the country, COVID and RSV cases are also on the rise. The CDC says, if you aren't feeling well, stay home. This is CBS News. Think O'Reilly Auto Parts for all your car care needs. 
Get the parts and service you need fast from the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts. WTOP at 403. It's Saturday morning. It's the weekend, everybody. We've made it. January 6th, winter storm warning for much of the region. Cold today. High in the 30s before we're done. We're pretty much there. We're at 32 right now. Good morning to you. I'm Dean Lane. We thank you for taking us along for your early morning ride. Topping the news this morning. Well, maybe not quite yet, but you will be soon enough. The question is, will our region turn into a winter wonderland in this first presentation that we're looking at in terms of the white stuff? Apparently not. Winter storm is expected to move in later this Saturday morning, we're told, bringing with it a mixed bag, according to WTOP meteorologist Mike Stenifer. The chances for much of accumulating in the way of accumulating snow in the immediate metro area and areas east and south is pretty low. But even as we get in the northern and western suburbs now, looks like it might see anywhere from one to three inches inches across the portions of the far northern and western suburbs. But even here, we're going to see a changeover to rain in the afternoon. So pretty much going to have to get on into the Shenandoah Valley and up toward the uh, Pennsylvania line to see much in the way of accumulation. Across our area, we're told the crews have been out this overnight early morning pre-treating roads ahead of the possible wintry weather mix. We'll update you with traffic and weather on the 8th here on WTLP in just minutes. It's 4.04 on WTLP. Our other good news story and big story of the morning, a four-month-old baby locally who was in the backseat of a car that was stolen in Georgetown on Friday yesterday reunited with her mother this weekend, safe and sound. Police say the baby was inside a white Jeep at the time that was stolen on M Street in Northwest just after 6 p.m. The four-month-old baby girl was found an hour later, safe in a car seat on the front porch of a home on 28th Street in Southeast. In the District of Columbia, we often see it as uh, of, of individuals that are the cars that are idling and individuals hop in and steal the vehicles while they're idling. It is unfortunate that a four-month child was in the backseat, regardless of of how it was done. Uh, the main thing is that the four-month child was reunited with the mom. That's D.C. Assistant Chief of Patrol Services, Darnell Robinson. Officers continue this morning to search, we're told, for the stolen car and the suspects in the case. Meantime, the search is on in another case in Hyattsville for three people involved in a shooting that sent a young teen to the hospital. This dispute involved a kid's jacket. Three teenagers were walking here on Carnaby Street, a brand new neighborhood here in Hyattsville, when three others approached and demanded one teen's jacket. The teenager res- refused and resisted and, and fought back trying to keep his own jacket. One of the suspects pulled out a gun and started shooting, hitting the victim once. Hyattsville Police Chief Jared Towers is absolutely ridiculous. The three got away, at least for now because there were a number of witnesses. Now, this street faces the backside of Northwestern High School, but it's not clear if these teens were students there. There must be students somewhere. I can't confirm that there's students here at the local high school. Um, however, I don't. I can't confirm for you why they were or were not in school today. In Hyattsville, John Dome in WTOP News. When parents get a letter home about a fight in school, say, they are often told students are being disciplined, but they don't get... Further details about that. WTOP speaks this morning with Montgomery County School Superintendent about safety, policy, and follow-up. Anytime a fight breaks out, especially when students or staff are hurt, Montgomery County Public School Superintendent Monifa McKnight says... That is serious. That is just serious. And that's not just for the participants. Individuals who may not be impacted physically, if they observe it, they are impacted. But because of laws regarding student privacy, the wider community may not learn the specifics... McKnight said, along with discipline in the student code of conduct, there must be the opportunity for restoration. 
in order to create a well community. Earlier this week, a fight between two students at Bethesda Chevy Chase High School was broken up by two staffers who were knocked to the ground while trying to break up that fight. Kate Ryan, WTOP News. Saturday morning at 4.07 on WTOP, students with disabilities locally in Fairfax County are getting the chance now to intern at local businesses before they actually graduate formally. WTOP Scott Gelman tells us Saturday morning this program is apparently helping the students gain confidence. You're going to be great, buddy. Several times a week, Cedar Lane student Curtis Roberts takes the bus here to Brook Rental Center in Vienna. He's an intern, and as for his favorite part... In fact, that's quite easy and very beginner to get into it. A few years ago, owner James Brook got involved with the program that pairs students with disabilities with local businesses. They are learning what it's like to have a real job before they have to go out there. Curtis spends time taking inventory... Yeah. Sauce. DC sauce boat and maintaining equipment and works with Damien, a former intern who now works here full-time. It taught me how to clean stuff, how to maintain stuff. In Vienna, Scott Gelman, WTOP News. Good Saturday morning, January 6th. Welcome into WTOP. Thanks for being with us this early morning, where the time now is 4.08. Michael and Son's heating tune-up for only $59. Michael and Son. Traffic and weather on the gates and when it breaks 24-7 guarantees on WTOP. Good morning to Ken Berger with his Saturday morning in the WTOP Traffic Center. Thank you very much, Dean. Good morning, everybody. Got a new work zone. This is in Montgomery County, the first one tonight. This is on northbound 270. Two left through lanes are blocked. This is between West Good Road heading up to Shady Grove Road. Uh, you're going to find the right side is open. However, not any major delays, and the local lanes are open in either direction of 270 with the only closure on the northbound side. Also in Prince George's County, you have an adjustment to the work zone that is on Croom Road, Maryland 382, prior to Saster Lane. This is because of work over the bridge at Charles Branch. Originally, it was just the eastbound right lane closed. Now all lanes, both directions, are shut down as this work continues. Also in Prince George's County, eastbound 50 at Columbia Park Road, right lane is blocked. This is between 201 and 202 in Chevrolet. Central Avenue eastbound, the utility work after Addison Road over on the right side has cleared, so all lanes are now open. In Anne Arundel County at the Bay Bridge, eastbound span shut down. Two-way operations in effect on the westbound span, one lane open either direction. That central lane closed as a buffer zone, and there are no delays between the eastern shore and the western shore. In Virginia, one work zone remaining. This is southbound 95 after the Prince William Parkway. Right lane is getting by. Go electric to Fitzway. Looking for an electric car? Try the new Subaru Solterra, Hyundai Ioniq, or Toyota BZ4X. State and federal incentives available. Go electric at fitzmall.com. I'm Ken Berger, WTOP Traffic. We're seeing a good deal of cloud cover here on the early morning hours, and that will stay with us as we have low pressure coming our way. By sunrise, temperatures in the 20s to around 30. Later today, snow and sleet rolls in from the south and southwest and changes over to rain fairly quickly. Not much in the way of any of accumulation. Highs only in the 30s. Mike Stenner for WTOP News. Right now we're at 33 degrees in Georgetown, 28 Bowie, 29 Leesburg. Up a couple of degrees to 34. You're waking up to in our nation's capital, the Shforium Hour. Saturday morning, January 6th, first weekend of the new year. Welcome into 2024. Brought to you this morning on WTOP by Longfence. 
Save 25% on long fence, decks, pavers, and fences. Six months, no payment, no interest financing. Terms and conditions do apply. Check them out. Go to longfence.com. WTOP at 410. Where we bring you money news at 10 and 40 past. Here's Jeff. Job growth is still strong. U.S. companies added a more than expected 216,000 jobs in December. Costco's holiday sales were up 10% from a year ago, led by a surge in online sales. North Atlantic Airways has pulled out of Dulles. Less than a year after starting Washington to London flights, citing less than expected demand. The Dow gained just 26 points in Friday's session. For the week, it lost almost 1%. Jeff Clayball, WTOP News. WTOP at 411. President Biden makes his first campaign speech of the year in Iowa. We're in depth next on WTOP. Welcome in. You're with Dean Lane on WTOP. With just one touch, you can listen live to WTOP on Apple CarPlay or Android Auto. Download the WTOP app and choose it in your car's display so you never miss the stories you want to know, the local news you need to know, or the traffic you want to avoid. WTOP News. Facts matter on Apple CarPlay or Android Auto. Brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union, where members are the mission. Visit NavyFederal.org, insured by NCUA. My simple solution to the problem was remove people from the scene and help them feel safer. In response to attacks against Asian Americans, Maddie Park raised over $250,000 to donate cab rides to the Asian community. There is so much more work to be done. We really need to come together and tackle this issue as a community. Support the Asian community. Learn how at lovehasnolabels.com. Brought to you by Love Has No Labels and the Ad Council. It's Saturday, January 6th. We made it to the weekend. First weekend, actually, of 2024. Thanks for starting the early part of it with us. If you're just joining us this morning, as you rise, a winter storm warning is in effect for much of the region, though we're looking at now likely a wintry mix and less snow in parts of the area. Cold, though, highs in the 30s and holding. We're up a couple now to 34 in our nation's capital, where the time now is 313. Good morning to you. I'm Dean Lane. Welcome in. Glad you're with us here at WTOP. This is WTOP News. President Joe Biden speaking near Valley Forge as the three-year anniversary of January 6th comes today. We all know who Donald Trump is. The question we have to answer is, who are we? That's what's at stake. Who are we? And the U.S. Supreme Court now will be hearing oral arguments, we're told, in about a month on whether or not Donald J. Trump should be on the ballot nationwide this year. This morning, CBS News congressional correspondent Scott McFarlane joins our Dimitri Sotis with the biggest developments in Trump's January 6th legal cases on the third anniversary of this insurrection. These two critical and unprecedented legal battles that are going to happen in close proximity to the three-year mark of January 6th. It's kind of coincidental, the timing. But Tuesday, oh, by the way, on the fifth floor of the federal courthouse here in Washington, right down the street from the Capitol, an appeals court's going to decide whether a U.S. president is immune from prosecution if he or she commits crimes doing official acts or other acts of office. That is a remarkable argument they're going to hear and trump's likely going to be here in town so get ready for the traffic tuesday and then the supreme court has decided the second week of february to hear a landmark argument over whether he can be banned from the ballot in colorado because of the insurrection clause of the 14th amendment 
And these types of things happen once, not just in a lifetime, but potentially in American history. And they just happen to be happening a few weeks away from the three-year mark of that horrible tragedy in our city. Should people be surprised, Scott, that many hundreds of suspects related to January 6th have not yet been caught and prosecuted? I actually heard from a Justice Department prosecutor, a a former (laughs) Justice Department prosecutor, no longer with the agency, that he's surprised they've already gotten through 1,200 cases, that he would have expected only three years later them to be much further behind in catching all the people and prosecuting all the people who were there January 6th. So it's a long way of saying no. It's no surprise there are dozens, if not hundreds, more arrests to come. This is the largest criminal prosecution and largest criminal investigation in U.S. history. It's actually moving pretty nimbly, according to former feds. And I understand that some of the people kind of pouring over the video and looking at evidence are not necessarily getting paid for it or even uh, federal government employees. There are volunteers throughout the world that just sit in front of their computers every night and look look over things. Yeah, the Department of Justice is getting some help from citizens who are policing this in their own way, looking for faces in the many, many pieces of video, trying to deduce or d- determine who those people are and then tip the FBI toward making the arrest. And it's really something, Dimitri. It, it's been three years and it's still sinking into folks. This may be also the most photographed crime in American history. Everybody had a phone. Everybody had a social media account popping on that day. And there are 44,000 hours of capital surveillance video, too, which the Speaker of the House is trying to post. In our final seconds, how have we reached a stage in which a number of Americans actually believe January 6th was launched by the FBI, which is completely false? There is a steady diet of misinformation if you go looking for it and if you want to stay in a certain echo chamber where it exists. Donald Trump is still making baseless claims. Republicans in Congress, some of them are echoing it. It gets in the bloodstream. And right now, that's what President Biden's trying to combat with that speech in Pennsylvania. CBS News congressional correspondent Scott McFarland on WTOP. Look at the top stories we're following for you this morning on WTOP. Locally, a four-month-old baby who was inside a car stolen from Georgetown's M Street found safe and sound. The weather topping the news this morning locally, snow and sleet expected in parts of our area starting later this morning around 7 on Saturday morning. We'll keep you updated on your weather alert station. And recapping, the Supreme Court agrees to hear former President Trump's appeal of the Colorado ruling that he's not qualified to be on the presidential ballot. More in just minutes. You're listening to 103.5 FM at WTOP.com. What is dedication? The thing that drives me every day as a dad is Dariana. We call him Day Day for short. Every day he's hungry for something, whether it's attention, affection, knowledge. And there's this huge responsibility in making sure that when he's no longer under my wing, that he's a good person. I want him to be able to sit back one day and go, we worked together, we did a good job. That's dedication. Find out more at fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. You're with WTOP and Dean Lane. As veterans, we're no strangers to helping others. That's what we were taught, service before self. But we do have one question for the veterans listening. When is the last time you reached out for help? If you or someone you know needs resources, whether it's for stress, finances, employment, or mental health, don't wait. Reach out. Find more information at va.gov slash reach. That's va.gov slash reach. Brought to you by the United States Department of Veterans Affairs and the Ad Council. Let me write up this early 4 a.m. hour Saturday morning on WTLP after traffic and weather. Will there be gridlock? Virginia lawmakers prepare to go back to work with a divided government. I'm Nick Ainelli. Good morning. It's 418. 
traffic and weather on the 8s and when it breaks. Traffic first for that over to Ken Berger at the WTOP Traffic Center. Thank you, Dean. In uh, in Arnold County at the Bay Bridge, eastbound span is closed because of the work zone still going on. Two-way operations remain in place on the westbound span. One lane open either direction. The center lane closes at buffer. A very light volume of traffic across the Bay Bridge. Also in Anne Arundel County, both directions of 198 remain closed between 32 and Bald Eagle Drive. This bridge closer because of, closed because of the emergency work zone. This is the Laurel Fort Mead Road Bridge over Little Patuxent Parkway, a Little Patuxent River, I should say say, near Fort Meade and Tipton Airport. Now, traffic is being diverted onto Maryland 32, Patuxent Freeway, and also 295, the BW Parkway, then back to 198 until these repairs are finished, which they say should take about 10 to two weeks. Uh, also, watch out. Uh, this re- um, The washout of this bridge is because of uh, log jam and some debris that they're going to clear out as part of this project. In Prince George's County, you've got the work zone eastbound 50 at Columbia Park Road. There you find the right lane is blocked. This is, this is to the east of 201. The new work zone is in Montgomery County, northbound 270 in the through lanes where you find two left lanes closed between West Coo Drive and Shady Grove Road. The local lanes are open. You'll find no delays up and down the 270 corridor, both in Montgomery County and in Frederick County. One work zone remains in Virginia, southbound at 95. This is south of the Prince William Parkway. The right lane only getting by the two left lanes are blocked, but not causing any major delays currently. I'm Ken Berger, WTOP Traffic. Still ahead this morning. How a local school system is helping students with disabilities get job experience. I'm Scott Gelman. A good deal of cloud cover this early morning by sunrise. Temperatures will range from the 20 suburbs to around 30 closer into the district. Around sunrise, snow and sleet will move in from the southwest and south and move northeast. We're looking for mainly rain across southern Maryland. All of us will see the precipitation changing over to rain by late morning and afternoon, so little or no snow accumulation except near the Blue Ridge and near the Pennsylvania border. Highs later today will be in the 30s. And then Sunday, partly sunny and breezy, highs mid-40s. Mike Stennerford, WTOP News. 48 degrees you're waking up to in Rockville this 4 a.m. hour. Saturday morning, January 6th, we're looking at 32 in Ashburn, 30 Fort Washington. We are up to 34 now in our nation's capital. Good morning. Glad you're with us. 421 on WTOP. Welcome in. Uh-oh. Brad's buzzed. Oh, yeah? Yeah. He's starting with the woots. <laughs> and now a speech. I just want to say that friendship is about heart. Heart and brain. Who's with me? Good thing is, he knows when he's buzzed. And my brain is saying, when it's time to go home, somebody call me a ride. Love that guy. Me too. Know your buzzed warning signs? Call for a ride when it's time to go home. Buzz driving is drunk driving. A message from NHTSA and the Ad Council. Washington's top news, WTOP. Facts matter. Many veterans in active duty military have invisible wounds like PTSD, post-traumatic stress disorder, depression, and anxiety. Help Heal Veterans offers them medicine that doesn't come in a bottle. By providing free therapeutic craft kits, time-tested healing tools for invisible wounds that can help relieve pain and improve mobility and fine motor skills. HealVets.org. Healing the invisible wounds of war through creativity. HealVets.org. Sponsored by Help Heal Veterans. Good Saturday morning, January 6th. Welcome to the weekend, everybody. We finally made it. 422 on WTOP. Glad you're with us. Beautiful morning. You're with Dean Lane on WTOP. 
WTOP. This is WTOP News. Back to work now for Virginia state lawmakers in the coming days. WTOP's Nick Ionelli, Saturday morning reports. The General Assembly will be facing a divided government. With Democrats now in control of Virginia's House of Delegates and Senate, they can push through pretty much any legislation they want, but they will get resistance from Republican Governor Glenn Youngkin. What that means is that the things that will get done will largely be the things that they can actually agree on. Things like spending more to improve Virginia's mental health infrastructure. Virginia political analyst Bob Holsworth. You'll see some agreement on economic development and workforce development issues. But there will be disagreements. Democrats have spoken out against Youngkin's proposal to lower income taxes as the state sales tax. And Democrats have said they'll pass bills tightening gun laws, which would likely be vetoed by Youngkin. Nick Ainelli, WTOP News. Well, Democrats might have taken control of Virginia's General Assembly during last year's elections, but that apparently is not impacting, at least right now, how Virginians are feeling about the Republican governor. Governor Glenn Youngkin has a higher job approval rating this morning as of December than he did in January of last year at this time. A new survey by the Mason-Dixon Polling and Strategy puts Youngkin's approval rating at 58 percent, two percentage points higher, actually, than his approval rating in the beginning of 2023. The poll of 625 Virginia voters was done right after Governor Youngkin joined Caps and Wizards owner Ted Leonsis and Alexandria's mayor to announce that proposed $2 billion deal that would move the pro sports teams across the Potomac. So how quickly would that deal to bring the Caps and Wiz to Potomac Yard be approved? Alexandria's mayor on this, Justin Wilson, this morning telling WTOP there are still several steps to take. The city is going to have to make uh, decisions on the agreements with Monumental, with the Commonwealth, with the landowner, JBG. Um, The city is also going to have to make a land use decision, um, deciding about the, the use of the land. Um, that's our normal kind of land use process. And so we'll make those decisions over the next year. Um, the General Assembly is going to have to create the stadium authority. That's Alexandria Mayor Justin Wilson. Students with disabilities in Fairfax County getting a chance now to intern at local businesses before they actually graduate. The program is helping the students gain confidence. You're going to great, buddy. Several times a week, Cedar Lane student Curtis Roberts takes the bus here to Brook Rental Center in Vienna. He's an intern, and as for his favorite part... In fact, it's quite easy and very beginner to get into it. A few years ago, owner James Brook got involved with the program that pairs students with disabilities with local businesses. They are learning what it's like to have a real job before they have to go out there. Curtis spends time taking inventory... Yeah. Sauce. DC sauce boat. And maintaining equipment and works with Damien, a former intern who now works here full time. It taught me how to clean stuff, how to maintain stuff. In Vienna, Scott Gelman, WTOP News. We're told that other students are working right now at places locally, such as Dollar Tree, Panera Bread, and Vienna Salon. You are listening to 103.5 FM and WTOP.com. The WTOP Charity of the Month is Central Union Mission. Men, women, and children experiencing homelessness and poverty have begun the new year hungry, lonely, and hopeless. But homelessness can end one person at a time when you partner with Central Union Mission. With $3.21, you can provide a meal, care, and an introduction to Central Union Mission's life-changing programs. A gift of $50 will feed and care for 15 people. How much hope can you provide? Visit WTOP.com and search charity. And on that morning when I wake up. You're with WTOP. Thank Dean Lane. Sports at 25 and 55. 